This is Toledo Symphony Lab, a behind-the-scenes look at the world of classical music from WGTE Public Media and your Toledo Symphony. I'm Brad Cresswell. Joining me today are the Toledo Symphony's president and CEO Zach Vassar, principal second violin and artistic administrator Merwin Sue, and the TSO's marketing director Felicia Canny. We also have the Toledo Symphony's music director, Elaine Trudell, joining us by phone today. Hello, Elaine. Hello. Well, we're all getting geared up for what is going to be your debut with the Toledo Symphony. In fact, the concert is called Trudell's Debut. A lot of, uh, I know, marketing thought went into that one. <laughs> Clear but, and concise. What's wrong? Yeah. Well, <laughs> what's wrong here's what I'm that? also noticing, though, is that poor Alain's going to have done the, a Momentum concert. Yeah. Which, I guess, technically is his debut. That's pre-debut. It's like his pre-debut, his prequel. Yeah. And then he does a debut. Right. I, yeah. I'm trying to milk well, this for all it's worth. Yeah. <laughs> I hope we're still calling it debut in March. <laughs> well, I think if we end every season with the Resurrection Symphony, then every first concert can be a debut. But I'm bummed. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I see nothing wrong with that. Moving on. Uh, the concert is this weekend, Toledo Museum of Art Peristyle. It's this Friday and Saturday, September 21st and 22nd at 8 o'clock p.m. Here's how you get your tickets. You can go online to the website, toledosymphony.com, or call up that box office, 419-246-8000. So... We're going to talk all about Elaine today, so it's a good thing you've joined us, Elaine. We can't talk behind your back. You're right here with us. <laughs> we, we want to get folks to uh, to know you a little bit better, and to that end, we're going to do a, a few things here. I've got some uh, list of questions that we're going to ask you a little bit later to sort of uh, you know grease okay. the wheels. And also, I think right now what we'll do is have Zach talk about uh, you a little bit and how they came to hire you. In fact, you know what would be kind of fun? Let's just for the, the the sake of the podcast, let's reenact the hypothetical phone call that happened between you and Zach when Zach called you up and offered you the position. Okay, I, I'm not saying that this is how it happened, but this is sort of a encapsulation. I have a, a little sound effect here, so hang on with me. You <laughs> Wait, guys, this is supposed to be the call where I say, Elaine, you have the job." Yeah, something like that. Hmm. No, okay. no, I, I, I think I don't think it quite happened that way. Oh. No, it didn't happen that way. Yeah. Oh, this is how it's supposed to go? Hello, this is Alain Trudel, music director of the Toledo... Darn it, I got his voicemail again. Okay, guys. <laughs> okay, guys, take it away. <laughs> take it away. Take it away. Um, well, Alain, I've really enjoyed our time together. Um, you, you, you make the orchestra really happy, and I, I think we should pursue a longer relationship together. And and what did you say, Elaine? <laughs> I wish you could. <laughs> I wish you could see how Zach is blushing. Right now. It's very charming. Uh, no, but that that's really bad. If I, if it happens that way with that kind of uh, of talking, then at some point he's going to say we, you know, we should see other people. Have we talked about a principal yeah. guest? Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> Yeah, so, exactly. <laughs> I mean, how long did you spend looking for a music director? Did you just like go through the phone book and? Yeah, there's there's the yellow pages for conductors. Yeah. It, it's actually nice. not as long as you think. Um, well, but... good thing his name starts well, with an A. It was a while. <laughs> no, it was. Yeah. It was a while. It was. I, it was a while because because I'm in T, right? That's so right. It's near the end of the alphabet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yes. Think of all the <laughs> phone we, calls we he made names. before he got to you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I know. No, I mean, all kidding aside, I mean, the, so a lot of symphonies do this differently. And 
I really liked the process that the Toledo Symphony employed, and and if, full disclosure, it was designed before I came on board. Um, but some orchestras, I've, I've a friend who works in another orchestra, and they're they're treating this almost like a survivor. Uh, reality mm. program where it's they're saying for marketing spin no offense Felicia um, you know come see these conductors one of these five will be our music director and they almost make it sound like one's going to get voted off the island the other <laughs> one's not going to get the rose and the third one's going to get the job so what we did is we had a, a really wonderful system for evaluating every baton who came into Toledo. So for the 2016-2017 season, uh, we probably had 20-some guest conductors across the season. And everyone who came in, you know, some just thought it was a guest conducting gig. Some didn't even know we had a music director search going on. Some knew. Uh, myself? Yeah, like you. <laughs> um, and and what we would do is we would we would set up uh, lunch with a subcommittee of our board and staff to uh, talk through what do you think is going on in the industry? How can we learn? How can we be better? What do you think of the orchestra? And it was a really open and candid discussion about uh, about things that matter. And it was an effort for the board and the orchestra and for me to get comfortable with this individual. And, of course, we would have the concerts, and we would see how well the rehearsals were going, and we would have uh, the board subcommittee would indicate whether they thought this was a good candidate. I would indicate whether this is a good candidate, and then the musicians through a post-concert survey would indicate whether they thought that conductor was a good candidate. So we always do these sorts of post-concert quizzes, or quizzes, surveys, with the... Uh, <laughs> that comes later. What, was it Rachmaninoff? Um, these post-concert surveys with the musicians, with guest conductors, to say, should we re-engage this guest conductor in the future? But that year, we added another question, which was, should we consider this conductor a finalist for the music director position? Wow. And it was really interesting. because So you the, had a little America's Got Talent going well, yeah, on but there, it, too. You start to see how much those numbers are such different questions. So... Hmm. Should we re-engage them? Somebody might say, well, yeah, they were a very interesting conductor. I like playing for him, but I don't want to work for him all the time. Mm -hmm. So somebody could get an 80% on the first question and a 20% on the second question. We had some people that we have long relationships with and we thought would do really, really well who had, you know, 50% on the first question and 16% on the second question. We're like, oh, head scratcher there. But, you know, this is why you have to be very systematic about the, uh, the exploration and very open to being patient. Um, so as we neared the end of the 16-17 season, we had to start bringing in more guest conductors for the 17-18 season, the one that just finished. And uh, we thought we'd be at this for a couple years. And then in April of 2017, Alain Trudel came in to conduct Tchaikovsky's fourth, the Dvorak Violin Concerto, in a piece by... Elaine, you remember? Of course, uh, Boulanger. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, yes. Nadia Boulanger. Li no, it's Lily. Lily Boulanger. Lily, yeah. Lily, yeah. Lily, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and our lives changed forever. Okay. Elaine, what's your side of the story? <laughs> Actually, what's interesting is that from my side, uh, I had come to conduct the orchestra, uh, what was it, like uh, seven years ago or something like that. Yep. And uh, we had a good concert. I thought we had a nice concert. We did Sherazade and we did this funny like a saxophone quartet, the concerto. It was actually a very good piece. Um, when you're on a Philip Glass, the concerto for saxophone quartet. And we did Prokofiev's Classical Symphony. And we had a, we had a good, uh, good week, a good concert. I enjoyed myself very much. 
Um, and uh, usually when it goes pretty well, you get a call, like, you know, within the year or the year after, and you say, well, you want to come back? And I didn't get a call for a while. And for, like, when we talk about a while, we talk, like, five years. You know? <laughs> we, we play hard to get as an orchestra. <laughs> but then you got that phone call that we just heard earlier from Zach, well, right? None of that. No. no, no, I got a, a call from Merwin. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> Are we going to reenact that uh, one? Uh, no, no, it's okay. Uh, <laughs> no, no, everything was good. Uh, no, but no, but seriously, um, I thought, well, you know, because uh, you think sometimes, you know, I mean, uh, you may, maybe people read different things from from events. So I thought, well, it was uh, it was good. But at the same time, you know, there's so many conductors out there. So I, I, you know, you never take it personally. You think that's oh, good. But what I didn't know is that what they were they were putting together that list. So, of course, they want to see a lot of people to make their final list of, of people they want to see. So uh, that that's one of the reasons. And finally, uh, I got this call from, uh, well, an email from uh, from Rowan saying, hey, well, would you like to come and conduct your orchestra? I said, oh, that was wonderful. I had a great time last time, and I love the musicians. There. Let's do it. And as we got closer, about, I think, 10 days before, I got another email saying, hey, while you're here, we're wondering, we'd like to know what you, you know, think about the, the, the orchestra and uh, things like that. Would you take a meeting, you know? And we take that, I take that first meeting, of course, being experienced and being through uh, audition uh, selection committees before. I walk in and I go, oh, okay. It's that, it's that kind of meeting. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> so, it's an intervention. Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hi, my name is Alain. Hello, Alain. <laughs> anyway, so we do that meeting, go back to another rehearsal. Uh, then it's Alain, would you take another meeting? <laughs> is that your imitation of Merwin? Or, or... <laughs> I think that's me no, this that, time. That, or is that Zach? No, that, that's more Zach, actually. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> now, Zach would be more, hey, you have to take this meeting. <laughs> so, hey, so Canadian. I'm confused yeah. now. That's a little pushy. <laughs> yeah, I've been Canadian. I said, of course, but I'm sorry. You know? but, uh, so, <laughs> so I, uh, I, yeah, so we went at it again. And I'm, uh, by the end of the week, uh, Zach and I, and we never had this phone call that, that you were doing at the beginning. But we had, we went to have coffee, mm-hmm. and uh, and he said, "Well, you know, if um, yeah, what would you think about you know entertaining the possibility of this?" And and uh, you know, I mean, without, without making a promise or anything, because you know there, there's other people coming in. I said, "Well, that's great, yeah." I said, "Well, you know, it'd be a little complicated at first, but uh, and then he said this last thing before I left. He said, "Well." It will be my aim to make your life complicated. <laughs> it was true. I was and dropping him off at the curb at the Detroit airport, and I said, I, I hope to make your com- your life very complicated in the next few weeks. Yeah. Um, well, hmm. I have a, a, a bunch of questions here that we want to ask you. I don't want to ask you all at once because then it just turns into a laundry list. So we'll, th- we'll sprinkle some questions while we're talking about the music that we're going to hear this weekend. But I have a little warm-up here. And, and Alain, you can't play this, this warm-up quiz. It's only five questions. They're directed to the other folks who are here in the studio with me because this is how much do you know about Alain Trudel? Okay, a oh. little Trudel test. <laughs> Trudel test. Here are five different warm-up questions. The first one is this. On what, on, on what instrument is Elaine a virtuoso? Is it the sack butt? Is it the kazoo? Kazoo. Or is it the trombone? Anybody want to play? Isn't, isn't, isn't the, the sack, sack butt like uh, an original? It's original yeah, well, it's, it's a trick question, <laughs> Yeah. right? It's, it's, 
alto the, trombone, of no, course. No, it's the trombone, <laughs> the regular trombone. Okay, so nobody got that one. Oh, I'm sure he's got I'm sure he had his very own mouthpiece. Here's the second one. Hang on. Wait, wait. We need these points back. Okay, here's the second one. Second one. Where was where was Elaine Trudeau born? Was it in Montreal? Was it in Quebec? Or was it in Canada? Montreal is part of Quebec, isn't it? Wait, these are trick questions. <laughs> <laughs> Quebec okay, is part of Canada. Okay, nobody got that one. Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> uh, right. Here's your third question. Ready? I feel like the results of these have been hacked. This is multiple choice. Here we go. Alain Trudel is also known as, is it the Paganini of the trombone, the Yasha Heifetz of the trombone, or the Wayne Gretzky of the trombone? It's the Yasha Heifetz of the trombone. My favorite part of his biography. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah. Zach actually got a question. So it's... <laughs> I'm so surprised. Zach, Zach has one point. Okay, now you have to fill in the blank. Ready? Alain Trudeau was the first blank. <laughs> oh, you almost said it. This to, is like a Mad Lib. To be, no, first I just noun. realized that I didn't write it down. And I'm not sure if I remember what the answer is. Alain Trudeau was the first blank to be a Yamaha international artist. The first what? You can't play, Alain. Okay, nobody got that one. I don't know. Uh, the, the first, I, I human? think it's human. No, human. I think it's first Canadian. Okay, ah, right? yeah. Well, Canadians are human. Okay, and your final Many quiz is also <laughs> fill in the blank. This is Elaine Trudel has had a blank named after him. A mouthpiece. A mouthpiece. <laughs> we all bought. Them. I raised my hand though. You, you can't see it. <laughs> well, you were polite about it. So, so you get give, the, you get an extra Canadian yeah. point. You can. You know what we should do one of these days is take that Trudel mouthpiece and just stick it in all kinds of different things and see what noises we can make. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow! I'm thinking musical instruments. <laughs> I'm not okay. Let's Here's get a back can on of soup. Here. Let's see what it sounds like. We put it in a can of soup. <laughs> We blow bubbles with it. So, Let's see. We, we, not, we never edit the show, but this might be an opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> but this might be an opportunity. Right, let me see if it, uh, save us with a little music here. This is... Uh, okay, here we go. Let's save us with a little music. This is going to be our background music to talk about the first piece on the uh, program this weekend. Okay. <laughs> oh, I'm hooked. Okay. I'm hooked. Yeah. <laughs> So the first piece is that iconic <laughs> Symphony Number no. Five by Ludwig van Beethoven. Everybody knows that from that da 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 theme. Those first notes, you know, knocking on the door of fate or whatever it is. It occurred to me while we were putting this together that you know those that rhythm could stand for anything. You could come out and be like you know Alain Trudel, Alain Trudel, Trudel's debut. What, what kind of other <laughs> words can we think of that go with that rhythm that we could have in mind? Um. Mm, your next question. Well, the problem is it's four <laughs> syllables, and violinists can't count to four. It's kind of a natural, like it's a, a little-known fact. Yeah, just we can only count to three. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so I, I'm out of this one. Okay, let me bring it down. We'll get serious for a moment okay. here. Now, okay. Elaine, did you choose all the repertoire for this concert for your debut concert? Well, yes, actually. Well, you, you know. We um, the the way we go about the repertoire, and perhaps we, well, I know we've talked a little bit in the past about that, and we can talk again, surely talk again in the future. But it's, uh, yes, I, I I come in with suggestions, but we do them uh, we do them as a committee, and I also take all the suggestions from the orchestra, what has been done in the past, and uh, and finally we come up with something. Then we work on it, and then we work on it again. By the time we do the six, seven, eight version of it, then we have a season. So. It's 
Yes, I, I picked the program, but uh, you, you have to listen a lot to be a good music director. So mm. I, I listen to what people have to say, and uh, I think that's the way to come up with the best, uh, the best ideas, the best programs. Now, this being said, for this first program, what I want to reflect, I thought that, you know, since a lot of the programming is going to be uh, discovering music, yes, uh, having uh, our fellow... Uh, artists and the community joining us, uh, but also playing the really like the top classic uh, and the romantic. And, the, you know, like if you put a list of the, the best 100, uh, you, you would probably go through quite a bit of them in a season with us. And if you if you make a list of, uh, you know, what's the 20, 30 pieces you've never heard or you don't know anything about, you probably get those too. So that's the idea. And I always remember something that uh, when Zach uh, and I were, were talking, there's a reason why you come in into a concert hall. But often it's not always the same thing that you're talking about. You know, you're talking about, oh, I'm going to go listen to, you know, Beethoven 5. Or I'm going to go listen to Chai Core. But when you come out and when you come out, maybe you're not talking about that piece necessarily. You know, maybe something else uh, struck your, your imaginary, your, your attention. So. It's important to uh, to play those classics, and it's also very important for the orchestra and very healthy to play those, those classics, uh, these classics, sorry. And uh, oddly enough, Beethoven Fifth is not played all that much. Yeah, I was thinking that because everybody knows it, and, and yeah. it, it almost, I mean, just the fact that there are so many different pieces of parody music associated with uh, Beethoven's yeah. Fifth Symphony, it becomes almost a, a cliche in a way, but... I wonder if you could talk a little bit about the difficulty of conducting it, because it's not the easiest thing straight out of the gate to, to give that downbeat and then have everybody come yeah. in in the right way. It seems to me that that poses a challenge right there, because people take it for granted. Yeah, and, there, and there's so many, well, everybody knows the piece or thinks they know the piece, right? I'm not talking about musicians, I'm talking about the public. Of course, we all know the piece. <laughs> Merwin, have you, have you uh, taken a look at the music yet? Once or twice, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, but, but seriously, there are two big challenges. Okay, first of all, to start it, that, that's, a, that's a big challenge in the conducting world. Um, I think uh, it's also, you know, when you, um, when you have like uh, the... Um, somebody throwing their first pitch, you know, when there's a, in, in the majors uh, in baseball, and that's, all of a sudden they have cameras, they have everything around them. They've thrown that pitch a million times, but all of a sudden it's a little bit more difficult, you know, because of the pressure that goes around it, you know, yeah. or just playing a note that's very easy, but all of a sudden you write, uh, you write solo and uh, you're in Carnegie Hall, you know, and all of a sudden that note becomes a little bit more uh uh, uh, quote-unquote important. So the beginning of Beethoven's Fifth, not that it's difficult, it's the context of it, and everybody's a little nervous. They feel, oh, this music history right in front of us here. and So it's uh, on the paper, the music of Beethoven. So it's difficult, yes, but if you have a good plan, it's not that difficult. Mm. Uh, you need to have something that's very solid. And what I like to tell the orchestra is that we're going to try to keep the, the, the mystery and the, the mystique in the music and not in the the conducting. <laughs> I usually just tell them, don't screw up. <laughs> but, but there is something no, challenging no, no, about I... it, though. Is that is it? I always figured it was because there were three shorts and a long, and as you're basically giving them the pick up to one, they have to subdivide the beat into three on the fly and all do it together. 
and then go. Mm. <laughs> it's, it's especially starting after that. You know, when you go, pa, 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 it's that one, pa, 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 pa. So there's, the a, there's a pregnant pause. Merlin, well, yeah, but, you know, in the music, there's a bar with a fermata, and then after that, there's a bar plus a bar in the fermata. How do you, you know, it's the concept. How do you just, there, there's two different visions of doing that. You either you you conduct it pa da da da, and then right away you give a beat, and then it starts, and then right away you give a beat, then it starts. Then the two of them are the same, but one is a little longer. A lot of conductors do, you know, you play the the fermata, you give it, it starts again, then you stop a tiny, ever so a tiny little bit, then it starts again. Now that's more what I do. Uh, it seems like it's more complicated, but if you have a good plan, which we shall not reveal on the air. <laughs> because it takes the entire mystery. No, no, seriously, it takes the mystery out of it. I mean, Zach and uh, Merwin saw me do it for uh, for people on our board because they they were a little curious and wanted to show them. So please, guys, please do not give out. Well, our, oh, now we our need to, to know what it is. Let's see who no, captured in the TSO and HD. <laughs> yeah, well, the, there you go. You will actually. We, we will analyze camera. it. Yeah. yeah. Instant replay. So so and. And the most difficult thing is Merwin's part, is coming in. That no pressure, pal. Oh, I'm aware. <laughs> <laughs> but, but Merwin, you have to admit with what we talked about, it's not going to be that, that complicated. It will be, except except for the audience. It will still be full of mystique and mystery. Of course. Well, and, and this the is magic one of those... Is in, yeah. It, this is one of those things where you know we 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 hear it and it, we, we most people this is a classical tune that most people can hum a few bars of not just the opening but it's the part where it starts to um, pull apart so you're doing like that is yeah. some of the craziest stuff that happens yeah. and it sounds so easy and simple but I mean Beethoven left so much interpretive. Um, opportunities for this on this piece yeah. and and i think it's one of those rare uh works where um those who know classical music really well and those who may not know it very well would be able to distinguish large differences between recordings and you know we mm-hmm. we, we in the music world sometimes get unnecessarily brainy about comparing different recordings of the same works but this is one where the space between these notes and the space between these opening phrases and then what happens after that will show the difference of an interpretation by that conductor or with that orchestra and sometimes you can even listen to multiple recordings by the same conductor in the same orchestra and hear differences so these things also evolve over time yeah well we're going to run out of time fairly soon but uh, elaine i want to get through some of these questions that we put together for you yeah right so we're just gonna i'll just ask you uh randomly from this list here and and you give us your answer okay okay uh question number one is there a canadian cuisine or a culinary tradition or favorite food that you would like to introduce to toledo actually yes there is and it's not putin <laughs> no, no, no! I'm not. Uh, I, unfortunately, not a huge fan. Mind you, they make one uh, that's like if you have a hot chicken dumped on fries with, with some cheese. That's actually pretty good. But anyway, mm. uh, including chicken the peas and uh, the, 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 everything. Okay, so what what I'm thinking about is what do we have like around the holidays? All the different ragu and uh, tortilla. They make a they, they make a tortilla that's a, what do you call it a meat pie or something like that yeah. uh, of with uh, many many different kind of uh, kinds of meat in it. And some of it is game, some of it is just you know regular that that what we, the ones we use uh, normally. But uh, there's some really good 
good food from from that time. I mean, just be ready to how do you say bring your eating pants? So. Yeah. <laughs> Did you say eating pants? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, hey, I was a Boy Scout. I wear mine all the time. Right. So I'm, I'm prepared. So we're all going to your house for uh, Thanksgiving this year. <laughs> you bet. Yeah. Now, um, let me ask you this. If you were not a conductor or not a trombone player uh, professionally, is, is there a job in a, in a non-music-related field that you think you would enjoy having? Well, there the, the, the were two that I, that I thought, I, I think of, actually, sometimes. Uh, uh, one is uh, psychiatrist, uh, and another one is uh, actually I really like animals. So, you know, to work, uh, maybe not in a zoo. Mind you, in Toledo, you could work at a zoo. It's like one of the most beautiful zoos. My daughter loved it the other day. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, but, you know, maybe a veterinarian or something. Maybe you could be an animal psychiatrist. (laughs) Which is basically being an orchestra conductor. I was just going to make that comment. Thank you for beating me to it. come on, guys. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Okay, well, if you had a theme song, if you could walk around and have this music following you everywhere you want... Um, and you had to choose just one, putting oh, you on the spot here. What, what would your theme song be? What would be the Elaine Trudell theme song? Just one. Uh, yeah, this yeah. is your walk-up music when you're taking That's the plate. my walk-up music, yeah. like a wow, wow kind of thing, right? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, could we make that into a ringtone? Oh. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, you know what? I would say one of those, uh, one of those seventies, really like funky music, and you show up, you know, like pop. Bump, 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 that kind of thing. That that would be fun. <laughs> Why you know, or, or 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 if that doesn't, you know, that doesn't work, maybe the Beethoven, Beethoven six. So anything in between. Well, I <laughs> I would say this because you know you're on the telephone. I, I I can't see you, of course. Are are you wearing bell bottoms right now? Oh <laughs> uh, no. yeah, 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 yeah. We just want you to strut down the street in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, on that note, I hope that uh, folks have uh, maybe <laughs> feel like they've gotten to know you a little bit better, Elaine. I sure well, have. I feel like we're already closer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so close, we can almost just reach out and touch you. I, you know, I didn't mean anything creepy by that, but you know what I mean. You know what I mean. Maybe, Elaine, maybe you don't want to come to Toledo right now, huh? <laughs> you want to leave that little bit out? <laughs> yeah. No, there's no, as we know, there's no cutting in radio. There's no editing in radio. Okay. We can well, always re-record this next week. We'll, we'll bring your, I'll bring your uh, theme music down. Okay, well, that just about does it for this edition of Toledo Symphony Lab. Uh, Zach, why don't you take the final word here today about uh, Elaine Trudell's debut this weekend? So w- when we were we were coming together and thinking about your first concert, the debut for a new conductor, a new music director, is often very much an I experience, a um, I want to make my mark on the symphony and show off for them what I can do. And almost every symphony that welcomes a new music director has that moment. And what impressed me so much about you, Elaine, and something that I'm looking forward to seeing and exploring more in the future is um, your great generosity of character, where you made this a we moment by involving Bowling Green's great Christopher Dietz and the dancing talents of the Toledo Ballet. Um, You you made it a we celebration. And I think that's very important for our community. And I I thank you for that. Mm, Thanks a lot. That means a lot. Aww. We're back where we started with the, uh, you know, the the lovebirds phone call. That's nice. Okay.
So the concert is this weekend. It's at 8 o'clock at the Peristyle, uh, Friday and Saturday, September 21st and 22nd. You can find out more at ToledoSymphony.com. Also call the box office at 419-246-8000. Elaine Trudell's debut as music director of the Toledo Symphony, music of Beethoven, Christopher Dietz, and Piotr Tchaikovsky. Elaine, thank you for joining us today. We look forward to when we actually have you here in the studio. Uh, with us for a few times. Me too. Yeah. My thanks also to our other panelists, Zach Vassar, Merwin Sue, and Felicia Canny. This program is a production of WGTE Public Media in collaboration with our sponsor, the Toledo Symphony. You can download episodes of this program as a podcast by going to our website at wgte.org slash lab. You can also subscribe to us through your podcast app of choice, including Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts. And remember, you can check out all the upcoming events at the Symphony by visiting their website at toledosymphony.com and their various social media outlets on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. I'm Brad Cresswell, and this has been Toledo Symphony Lab on FM 91.